SoWin TV presents. SoWin TV presents. I'm Jennifer. We would love to give you our magazine full of inspiring stories. Go to the JenniferSheehanShow.com to subscribe. I'd like to introduce you today to my friend Karen Sparks. Hi, Karen. Hi. I'm so happy to have you on today. Um, I Thank think you your story me. is going to give so much hope. It is a shocking story of how your husband took your eight-year-old and your nine-year-old and himself and burned the house to the ground with them in it. And let's start off with um, what was what was he like? Because you served him divorce papers. Mm -hmm. So tell us just briefly what what he was like and why. What got you to the point where you served him divorce papers? Well, I was married for 11 years, um, and I feel now uh, what I know now, and I didn't know then. Um, you know that I basically married a fraud. Um, and uh, just someone that man manipulated, conned, um, was a narcissist, turned so sociopathic, and then ended it like psychopath. Right. Um, you know, there was good times in our marriage. Um, you know, being married 11 years, there was there was good times. I can't say that I never loved him or, you know, he gave me two beautiful children, right. um, and uh, those are the greatest gifts um, that God gifted me with. And if I had to do it all over again, I would just have Reagan and Grant, right. um, you know. But it was um, 11 years, you know, and it started very early on um, with the pawning and just uh, pawning of my wedding ring wow. all the way to living in eight homes in 11 years, just always, uh, you know, conning the next person and me not knowing what was going on. Right. Because if I would have known all those things early on, I probably would have left sooner. But I also, I believed in marriage. I didn't believe in divorce. And once I had the greatest gifts, Reagan and Grant, and they're 16 months apart, um, I didn't want to break up my family, even five years into it, seven years into it. Um, and it's not like I knew when I was in it. I just right. knew something was off, but I just kept going and I kept hoping for the best. Um, and I kept hoping I could change him. Right. And, you know, the conning also goes into his, uh, you know, trying to be in the, the spiritual walk with me. Um, but that was all a lie. I'm sorry to say, I mean, that right. was the dark part of it. And, um, you know, but it was the, the, the secret, the, the, um, let's say, um, 
the verbal and mental abuse, um, you know, it, sometimes I think is worse than the physical abuse in a relationship. Um, people don't see that. And we put on our smile and, you know, put on our face and we show up, um, you know. So it was so domestic violence, but instead of physical, physical violence, it was mental violence verbal. towards you. Mm -hmm. To the children as well or just to you? I would say both. Okay. Um, you know, even um, to my stepdaughter, Hannah, his blood daughter, um, you know, so I, I saw it first with her and then when Reagan and Grant were born. Um, and it was when they got older. I wouldn't say early on because, you know, right. he reeled me in. You know, he got me. He got the girl, um, the loyal, uh, faith-based, you know, just um, the good girl, if you will. Um, but I think from the beginning, he was a monster. Yeah. I just didn't see it. I didn't know because what I know now, it was more like a love addiction that I couldn't see. I was blinded and um, conned. And I just feel, um, I feel like there's so many women that go through this and we can't get out. And especially when you're not seeing bruises all over you, right? no one sees it or no one really believes it unless you're in it with me. Um, like my mom, dad, and my sister were. So they saw the and They saw abuse. signs early on. Um, and what did they say to you? They wanted me to go. Okay. They wanted me to go a lot sooner than what I did. Um, you know, my mom and sister saw signs early on. My dad just wanted me to be happy. Right. He wanted his little girl happy. Mom, mom knew something wasn't right. Not that right. she knew he would ever do anything. Well, it sounds like he was very sneaky. Uh, yes. Like very, very quiet. Mm -hmm. And so that, I think that's the worst type or the quiet yes. ones that you just don't know right. what they're doing and, and very manipulative. Very. Um, that's what I feel like I was in a fog in a fog. And I, um, you know, if you will like blinded by, you know, right. the love and the good things that he would do. Right you know, just um, the gifts and things like that, or he would give me something and then have to take it back. Um, it, it, but pawning your ring says um, a lot. Yep, and that's where it started. And, it, and then he started pawning my children's things. Wow. Mm -hmm. And wow. taking money from them. And it, it ended up like insane, right. you know. And so I still, till the end, um, you know, of me going to see an attorney. It took my dad crying and just giving me, you know, this, he had this nudge in his spirit and my dad is like my rock, um, you know, my earthly rock. I mean, his faith and his spiritual walk, I, he, he led me and he just had this thing and it, it, it hit me and it scared me. Right. And I knew, I knew it was time but it was still hard right. to walk away. Right. Tell me, tell me what your babies were like. Tell me what they loved. Oh, Reagan and Grant. Reagan and Grant were both full of sunshine. Um, you know, just the Reagan was like my mini me. Um, she was very spunky, spitfire, all over the place. Um, but loved big. They both loved so big. Grant was. And they were both really funny, but Grant especially, he was hilarious, um, my jokester, but he was also calm and my snuggler and just, he was organized and 
just real determined. Um, right, and your daughter did cheer. You said yes. I saw the pictures. Reagan and Grant <laughs> so were both cute. athletes. She was a cheerleader. He was football. She was a gymnast, a very good gymnast. Um, yeah, she could tumble all across the football field and the gym floor. Grant did basketball, um, football, ba baseball, track. They both ran track. Um, and the pictures of them together are yes, so adorable. Yes. I still love seeing the pictures <sighs> that you post on social media. Yes, Reagan and Grant are, they're my why. They're my everything and the reason that I get up every day, they're with me, they're, they're here and that's why I say my heart beats for three. Um, but Reagan and Grant are just, uh, they, they loved their friends. They were loved by their friends. They were trendsetters and they, they were just amazing angels on earth, right? Things that maybe I didn't see then that I know that I see now, you know, and, um, they were loved by many. I love that. So. When we come back, a shocking tragedy that no mother wants to go through. We'll be right back. You won't hear how God is working on mainstream media, but you will hear it on the Jennifer Sheehan television show. In a world currently imprisoned by fear, I'm committed to telling fearless stories of hope, restoration, redemption, and miracles. Here's just a sample of stories my amazing guests share about God's limitless love in action. God rescued me from pornography and sex addiction. I was on the brink of death, but Jesus saved me. I was attacked by a huge grizzly bear but God preserved my life. At the age of two, raised by my sister without parents, my birth father threw me against a metal sheet wall, slicing my stomach open, leaving me for dead in a pool of blood. After he abandoned me, my true heavenly father, God, did not. My 17-year-old son was murdered on Christmas Eve. I was in a bad place. I purchased a gun each day, went to the lake and held it to my head to end my life. After over 50 guns, I sought out professional help. I went on the Jennifer Sheehan television show to share my story. On filming day, God got a hold of my heart, and right there on the set, I prayed to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. This show is giving people hope in Jesus. That's why we do what we do. We, we want you to hear and see amazing stories of how God brings beauty from ashes and how He brings hope and healing. Even in the midst of life's hardest struggles, God is using this show to change lives. Through the power of story, the Jennifer Sheehan television show is sharing the gospel in regions around the globe. We reach an audience of over 3 million people in the U.S., Africa, India, Pakistan, and China. Will you partner with us so that the Jennifer Sheehan show continues to grow in its influence and reach for Jesus Christ? Donate your tax-deductible gift at thejennifersheehanshow.com slash donate. Welcome back to The Jennifer Sheehan Show. So, Karen, you find out that your husband is just psychopath, really, right? Narcissist and not a good guy. You serve him divorce papers, mm -hmm. and you um, move in with your mom and dad is who yes. you moved in with, right? Yes. But you didn't have a choice. You had to give your husband visitation, mm -hmm. right? Yes. So you said you got them ready for school one morning mm -hmm. and told them that you loved them, sent them to school, and then your husband was picking them up, correct? Correct. Correct. And as you're at your parents' house, you find out what happened. What did your husband do? Um, 
Well, on October 19th, 2015, which was seven years ago, I always say 84 months that I've been away from my children, I filed for divorce, um, served him papers, and two weeks later, my soon-to-be ex-husband um, murdered my children um, and committed suicide. It's double, ho double homicide suicide, which in my world is called filicide when one of the parents murders their children and kills himself. Um, yeah, that Friday I did, I drove them to school. Uh, we laughed and sang and, and prayed and I dropped them off in the front of the school. Told them I loved them and I would see them the next day for their football and cheer. Um, and if, if, if that was canceled because the weather was bad, um, then I would see them Sunday. Right. That's when I would pick them up. Um, because their dad, it was his first weekend to have them two weeks later. And um, Friday was the last time that I hugged him, kissed him, and I heard their voice. Um, he never let me speak to them over the weekend, and I never got to see pictures of them dressed up on Halloween. It was Halloween weekend. I didn't get to see them trick-or-treating. Um, he said he wanted me to feel what he felt for the last two weeks. Wow. Um, so... Uh, on Sunday, November the 1st, um, I got the phone call at 2.30 that my house was on fire. And what had he done? He had doused the whole house in chemicals and gasoline. Um, I don't know the whole time frame, obviously, um, but uh, he set the house on fire. And I know what he meant um, to do was to blow up the whole house where I had no trace of ever seeing Reagan and Grant again. But that didn't happen. Um, where they were, where they were placed in the master ba bathroom, um, they, they, they were killed. They did die, but their bodies were protected. And I, as their mother, got to see their bodies again. Um, it's nothing that I would have ever thought of in a million years. Um, you know, what you send your kids to school, you let them go to their fathers or mothers for the first weekend. And who would ever think the only thing I ever thought of was maybe he would come after me. Maybe he would hurt me or my right. family, but never his own children. That's why I had a restraining order actually. Um, you know, in that place, uh, just to protect, to protect Reagan and Grant, myself and my family, because um, I didn't know. But I never wanted them to go, but I knew it was the right thing. Right. And, and so you didn't have a choice. That was their father. He gets right visitation. Exactly. And um, you know, Reagan, honestly, she didn't want to go. And I just I remember looking at her and saying, "Just do this for Grant. Do this for Grant. Do it for your brother." You know. And if I have to look back, I'm so thankful they were together. Right. So he took. They were best friends. Your eight-year-old, your nine-year-old babies. Yes. And the dogs. Yes. And he burned himself. my whole world to the ground. He burned Reagan and Grant. He burned the dogs and himself. And then everything in that home that was mine, which I know they're possessions, but like my childhood and everything I the had in the garage world. and that whole thing blew up. It blew up. I have 
you know, the things that I did get to salvage, uh, you know, are, are Reagan and Grants. And there was a few things that I did, you know, but I got to see that house once it, um, the crime scene, I, I saw the crime scene photos, the, you know, the autopsy reports, nothing. I mean, everything that I've gone through has, it is debilitating. It is gut-wrenching. I honestly can't believe I'm, I'm here today. Um, it is a miracle of God that I am here, I am breathing, and I'm able to share my kids' stories. It's their legacy of love and that, that I'm sharing. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's my faith in the Lord. It's, it's Reagan and Grant. It's their story. It's for His glory. And what David meant for evil and what Satan meant for evil, God is turning to good. You triumph over tragedy. And this is absolutely, I can't, I, there's sometimes I have no words because of the darkness that has set in in these seven years. I, um, it's sometimes unbelievable. It's unimaginable. And I no have, parent. I have no words except that I'm so sorry that you've had to, to go through this. When we come back, Karen attempts suicide. We'll be right back. A house is built with walls, but a home is built with memories. Firehouse Movers takes great pride and honor in serving your moving needs. Built over a fireman's code of ethics to be truthful and honest at all times, to display excellence, respect, and loyalty. We are honored for you to entrust us with your valuable memories. And we have been doing so for over 20 years with hundreds of five-star reviews. We never compromise in quality because we understand that it's easier to explain our prices than to apologize for poor service. Call us today at 972-412-6033 and let us tell you why we're passionate for what we do. Learn more at firehousemovers.com. By His grace, we live. By His will, we bond together to serve you. The Jennifer Sheehan Show magazine promotes and connects Christians and Christian-owned businesses worldwide. It's digital, nonprofit, and full of inspirational stories. The magazine is emailed, shared on our social media, and promoted weekly on our TV show, reaching millions of viewers. To subscribe to this free magazine and for advertising opportunities, go to thejennifersheehanshow.com. Welcome back to The Jennifer Sheehan Show. So Karen, your husband takes your eight-year-old, your nine-year-old, burns the house to the ground with them in it, with him in it. I can't even imagine the shock and the devastation that you were feeling at that moment. I can't even, my mind can't even go there. Yeah, I was frozen, stuck, numb. Um, it's I was buried that day. I was buried alive. You know, I buried them five days later after on November 6th. And I watched them be rolled under. I stood there as everyone was walking back to their cars. And it's like time stands still. Um, you know, and, and, and in grief, it does, but life goes on. Right. The clock's ticking, and I'm stuck, you know, and, and I'm watching them go 
six feet under. But as I say today, it's like starting from 12 feet under because um, it's not just one, it's two. Yeah, you didn't lose it, one baby. You lost both of them. At the same time, you go from the, a mother to not having children. Yeah, and I, I, I honestly wanted to just jump in and the dirt be thrown over me. I wanted to jump in with them. I didn't understand. I was confused. Why isn't it me? Why them? That's not fair. You know, life's not fair. Um, you know, and that that led to this 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 journey has been such a roller coaster. And and um, well, you said you feel like you're digging out of two graves every day. Yes. Yes. And then you wanting to commit suicide yourself. You mentioned that you were just looking at their pictures and thinking about them. And you just thought, I can't even imagine. Every single day, I'm sure you want to be with your children. You want to talk to them. You want yeah. to see them. You One want to hug closer. them. Yes. And you cannot. Right. So if you just take the pills and drink the alcohol, then you die. Yep. To be with them. Absolutely. I can't imagine that feeling of wanting to be Hopeless. with your children and wanting to be with Jesus. Like you're probably every mm -hmm. day, okay, Lord, when are you ready to come get me? Exactly. I say that prayer a few times a day, honestly, even on my best days, you know, and those aren't always, you know, there's few and far between. But the suicide um, came three years later. You know, that shock and adrenaline that, that, that God, I think, gives us that um, to protect us. But it eventually wears off and reality hits and I hit rock bottom. I, the lowest of lows, um, I mean, I'm just going and, and doing and, you know, running and doing all these things. And, and then all of a sudden I just, I, I was done. I was tired. I was exhausted. I still am, but I'm still here. Right. And so you did go this, to that facility. What was it called? Uh, milestones. Um, what was it? Milestones at onsite. A traumatic, what did you call it? Was it? A, it's a residential tra uh, trauma, trauma facility. Center. Okay. Yes, and I went for 90 days after my suicide attempt with drugs and pills. Um, and or, they taught I mean, you something very interesting. Mm -hmm. They taught you, told me, they taught you to just be. To just to be. To just put one we foot in front of the other human and just beings, be. not human doings. Right. You know, and if we can learn, you know, to just be. But that's also facing ourselves. That's doing the work. I had to show up and do the work, even though I was angry. I was angry at God. I was angry at everybody. And I didn't want to exist anymore. I wanted to stay in bed and just melt away. When people say time heals all wounds. I do not agree with that. No. I can't it, even imagine. It does not. It gets harder. Before it, it, It's going to get harder. But, you know, I... What we talked about, I, now that I know, like, get up and do it scared. I'm scared. Right. I'm scared well, we every said, day. I told yes. you that. I was like, that's my new motto. Do it scared. Yes. Get up and do it scared. And behind that is the moment that you take that step is the moment that you're strengthened. You know, it's one step at a time right. and it is not easy. This is not easy. And you know, whatever anyone is going through, it doesn't have to be the loss of your children. It, it can be anything with grief and loss in the darkest of whatever that dark is for you. Right. You know, there is, if I can't, you, know, you can, and, and there is light, but we also have to choose that light. Right. And I 
just two How months ago. How many times have you cried out to him, just Jesus save me, Jesus help me, because you oh, can't do it on your own. That's the only, if there's no other word to say, when you don't know what to say, you just say Jesus. I repeat that so many times in tears on my knees, in in silence and being alone, you know, but I just, um, I did also learn that when I was seen, when I was heard and I was loved and I knew I wasn't alone, that was eye-opening to me. And I want people to know that, that they are seen, heard and loved and they're not alone. You know, I, I'm here, you know, and in my... Um, and what's your hope? Where are your babies? In heaven. And where heaven do you is real. go? And Jesus is real. Heaven is yeah. real. You know, the enemy is real. Right. This world is full of darkness and of hate and it, it's, it's evil. But we can be the light in the darkness and, and spread his message. That's the only reason I'm here because I cried out to him and to my babies. They intervened and I went and got help. I waved the white flag finally through my confusion and anger. And I still have anger today. Of course. And I still, I will the rest of my days until I'm called home. But that's not my choice. Right. And now you have this purpose from God to show people that they can have this same hope with whatever they've gone through. And then yes. you've started a nonprofit. I'm so proud of you. Starting a nonprofit, starting to work on your book. Yes. And you have this amazing shirt. Mm -hmm. Tell us about it. Yes. Um, my nonprofit is called The Great Root Movement, and it is to raise funds to help women um, in domestic violence, um, abused relationships, and bereaved mothers um, to go get the help that I got. Um, I would like to raise funds to help them um, and um, also for high school seniors. They also will go to uh, the rest of the proceeds. I would like to go to two different school districts um, that Reagan and Grant um, right. attended and that my, my father's at as well. But um, the Great Root Movement. And then um, I just did my first uh, fundraiser. I put on awesome. a trail, uh, trail run because I'm an ultra runner. And this L&E stands for Love Never Ends. I love um, it. And uh, this is... Um, so this was the logo for the race, right. um, for the Love Never Ends Trail Run. And um, yeah, I'm just hoping, I mean, I just got it started. So I'm just hoping it keeps Absolutely. growing. God's got a huge assignment for you. What yes. is your website? Um, my website is KarenASparks.com and I have TheGreatRootMovement.com. Okay. Um, I am so proud of you for all you've accomplished and what you've done, how you are honoring your children and helping other people. It is, it is such a pleasure to call you my sister in Christ and I'm proud of you. Thank, Thank you, you for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It was an honor. And I have a book. I didn't talk about that. Yes. And we, they can eventually get it on yes, your website. Yes, yes, yes. I'm in the yes. middle of writing yes. my story. Well, thank you so much. much. Yes, thank you. When we come back, you can have that same hope that Karen has. We'll be right back. Can you imagine living in a resort with like-minded people, full of amenities and activities where safety and health are priorities, where chef-prepared meals, heated indoor pool, and many more amenities are all accessible 24-7, where the joy of life is felt in every corner, 
a company managed by the Nicholas Foundation, people who truly care about people. It's time to reward yourself. It is time for the Retreat Senior Living, the resort you call home. Welcome back to the Jennifer Sheehan Show. You can have that same hope that Karen has. Pray with me. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for my sin. You rose on the third day. Please forgive me for my sin. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Tune in next week. We have another powerful story for you. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on SoulWin, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. SoulWin women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on SoulWin, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. SoulWin women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now.